Amen. Well, it's great to be in the house of the Lord. Would you say amen today? I can honestly say there's no place I'd rather be than in the house of the Lord, singing with the people of God. As the message reads, I believe it's the message, it says, one day in your courts is better than a thousand spent on Greek island beaches. And right now, you know, the world's made it easy for us because we can't get there anyways, right? So here we are in the presence of the Lord. It's awesome how he comes. He is truly enthroned upon the praises of his people. As we begin to lift him up, we're building an altar in this place and building his throne in this place. He comes and he is in the midst of us. We're so thankful for his presence. If you have your Bibles, you can turn to John chapter 8. Trust you brought your Bibles this morning. John chapter 8, beginning at verse 2. Now early in the morning, he came again into the temple, and all the people came to him, and he sat down and taught them. Then the scribes and Pharisees brought to him a woman caught in adultery. And when they had set her in the midst, they said to him, Teacher, this woman was caught in adultery in the very act. Now Moses and the law commanded us that such should be stoned. But what do you say? This they said, testing him, that they might have something of which to accuse him. But Jesus stooped down and wrote on the ground with his finger, as though he did not hear. So when they continued asking him, he raised himself up and said to them, He who is without sin among you, let him throw a stone at her first. And again he stooped down and wrote on the ground. Then those who heard it being convicted by their conscience went out one by one, beginning with the oldest, even to the last. And Jesus was left alone, and the woman standing in the midst. When Jesus had raised himself up and saw no one but the woman, he said to her, Woman, where are those accusers of yours? Has no one condemned you? She said, No one, Lord. And Jesus said to her, Neither do I condemn you. Go. And sin no more. Jesus is in the business of lifting people out of the dust. Jesus is in the business of lifting guilty people out of the dust. Guilty people, sinful people, people that are caught, people that are deserving of death. Only Jesus can lift people like this. Only Jesus can raise someone like this up. This woman was guilty. This woman was sinful. This woman was caught. As we've read, she was caught in the very act. This woman was deserving of death, accused, condemned, and sentenced. The Passion Translation reads, Jesus walked up the Mount of Olives near the city where he spent the night 
Then at dawn, Jesus appeared in the temple courts again, and soon all the people gathered around to listen to his words. So he sat down and taught them. Then in the middle of his teaching, the religious scholars and the Pharisees broke through the crowd and brought a woman who had been caught in the act of committing adultery and made her stand in the middle of everyone. Then they said to Jesus, Teacher, we caught this woman in the very act of adultery. Doesn't Moses' law command us to stone to death a woman like this? Tell us, what do you say we should do with her? They were only testing Jesus because they hoped to trap him with his own words and accuse him of breaking the laws of Moses. But Jesus didn't answer them. Instead, he simply bent down and wrote in the dust with his finger. Angry, they kept insisting that he answer their question. So Jesus stood up and he looked at them and said, Let's have the man who has never had a sinful desire throw the first stone at her. And then he bent over again and wrote some more words in the dust. Upon hearing that, her accusers slowly left the crowd one at a time, beginning with the oldest to the youngest, with a convicted conscience. Until finally, Jesus was left alone with the woman standing there in front of him. So he stood back up and said to her, Dear woman, where are your accusers? Is there no one here to condemn you? Looking around, she replied, I see no one, Lord. Jesus said, Then I certainly don't condemn you either. Go, and from now on, be free from a life of sin. You know, the only one qualified that day to stone this woman was Jesus. The only one truly qualified because he had never sinned. He had never had an unholy desire. And here's Jesus, as it was with this woman, so it is with us. Jesus lifted this woman up, lifted her out of the dust, the guilty, the sinful, the caught woman. The accusers were there that day. If it wasn't for convicting words, his convicting words that day, these words that set condemnation walking, one by one the accusers exited the scene because they realized their own sin. The convicting words of Jesus, just as it was with this woman I'd like to say to us today that Jesus reaches for us and lifts us from the dust. We know this well in this house. The Bible clearly states that we have all sinned, that we've all fallen short of the glory of God. The reality is guilty, sinful, caught in the very act. Those deserving of death, full of sinful action and sinful desire. And just as it was with this woman, so it is with us. Our hope rests in an encounter with Jesus, in a moment with Jesus, 
Perhaps it's a moment where we are caught in that moment, an encounter with Jesus. Caught in the very act, accused, condemned, sentenced. But here Jesus provides a way for our freedom. It's only because Jesus stooped down to our level, came to earth, to the dust. It's only because Jesus wrote some things in the dust. It's because he wrote a new beginning. It's only because Jesus rose from the ground. Can you see the correlation today? Rose from the earth. Rose from the dust. It's only because Jesus got involved with our story, our history, our reality. You see, his convicting words convicted her that day. Words that were not directly directed at her. However, those gripping words, coupled with the kindness of Jesus, set this woman free. Hope rests in an encounter with Jesus. How many are thankful that you had an encounter with Jesus? The day you realized there was no hope, caught in the very act, guilty, sinful, condemned, Accused and sentenced. Those deserving of death were gifted life. Jesus has given us life. Here, condemnation is not only silenced, it is dismissed. Once sentenced to death, now sentenced to life. Thank you, Jesus. This is the hope we have. And it's all because of one, one name, the name of Jesus. It's all because God so loved the world that he sent his son. That he sent his perfect son to live a perfect life. Jesus came to earth. He lived a sinless and obedient life and he died a sinless and obedient death. You see, it's only because Jesus stooped down to our level, yet didn't stoop down to our level. It's only because Jesus, it's only because of Jesus. Jesus lifted this woman from the dust. What does it represent today? It represents the low level of this world. Jesus lifted her from the low level of this world. We know that this world it's a low level. <laughs> the low level of this world lifted her from the weakness and the shame, lifted her from the classification and lifted her from the death sentence. The low level. We know the low level, the dirt, the dust, the base level of this world of our world without Jesus. The relations and the relationships, the associations, the thoughts, the acts, the actions, the speech, the indecency, the lewdness, the crudeness, the filth, the low level of this world without Jesus. 
Ephesians 2, verses 4 to 7. But God, who is rich in mercy, because of His great love with which He loved us, even when we were dead in trespasses, sinful, caught, condemned, accused, sentenced, deserving of death, made us alive together with Christ. By grace you have been saved and raised us up together and made us sit together in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus, that in the ages to come he might show the exceeding riches of his grace in his kindness toward us in Jesus Christ. Jesus has lifted us from that low level, the base level, Jesus is here to lift you today from that low level. If that's you, to lift you from the lewdness and the crudeness, from the sin life, the guilt life, the dead life. Weakness and shame. We know our weakness. We know how prone we are to sin, to the accumulation of shame. It's amazing how we keep piling on the works of iniquity. We keep falling into the same bed of iniquity, caught in the very act. Only Jesus can lift us from this weakness. The Bible says, For those that are saved, it's now if you sin, not when you sin. We don't have to live a sin life. We don't excuse behavior, speech, conduct, whatever it might be. We don't excuse these things by saying, well, I'm just a sinner saved by grace. When the Lord says, no, you are the righteousness of God. We've been lifted from the weakness and the shame. The power of Christ lives inside of us. The Holy Spirit living inside of us. But the flesh is at war with the Spirit. And the Spirit at war with the flesh. This battle. But we can live free from the sin life. This weakness, this shame. No longer those that keep piling on the works of iniquity and falling into the same bed of sin. Only Jesus can lift us from this lifestyle. Only Jesus can lift us from this cyclic cycle, this pattern. Only Jesus. You say, what's the answer for my weakness? What's the answer for my constant struggle? What's the answer? For all the iniquity I've piled up, the answer is Jesus. For every one of us here today. This woman was lifted from the low level, lifted from her weakness. Jesus said, I don't condemn you, but we don't leave it there. What did he say? He said, go and sin no more. Go and sin no more. She acknowledged him. She said, Lord, that day. She said, there's no one here, Lord. The accusers have gone. And that's what it is like when we come to know Jesus in that moment, isn't it? Accusation, all these things. But there we are, and it's like the crowd is silenced, and Jesus actually speaks to the accusers. He speaks to the accuser. 
of the brethren. And there we are, and Jesus is writing. He's writing a new beginning. <laughs> he's writing a new beginning. He's bent over. He's down on his knees. He's writing a new beginning in the earth for us. Can you catch that today? Writing a new beginning in the earth for us. He just There's Jesus. The old has passed away. And I love that when this woman was set free and Jesus stood back up, he didn't say, okay, at the count of three, raise your hands. You'll be saved. There was no pattern. He just simply said, go and sin no more. Go and live a free life. I've set you free. There has to be a change. An encounter with Jesus, our only hope, produces change. Life doesn't look different, and life shouldn't flow different. Life does look different. Life should flow different. That's the reality. Those are the two options. Either life doesn't look different and doesn't flow different, or it does. And then I'd ask, if it's not flowing different, looking different, feeling different, did we really have an encounter with Jesus? Did we really appreciate the grace, the kindness in that moment? Understanding that we were guilty, we knew we were caught in the act. Come on, this woman wasn't saying, I wasn't caught. She knew. I pray that we never forget what we were deserving of. But because of Jesus, we're free. Only Jesus can lift us from the lifestyle of the world can lift us from that cycle. And then, there's classification. Jesus deals with classification. Now, I know we live in a world full of classifications, but Jesus deals with it here. Adulteress. That was this woman's classification. As I said, we live in a world of classifications. Classifications based on race, ethnicity, color, social standing, social level, education, economics. Classifications based on what we've done, what we haven't done, who we know, who we don't know. Even in the church, sometimes a classification based on how long we've been saved versus the little time we've been saved. Jesus deals with classifications. I want us to understand today that Jesus deals with these things. Now, I'll say today that it doesn't mean they go away in the eyes of the world, but the eyes of the redeemed see different. As the people of God, as sons and daughters, as those set free by the grace and mercy of Jesus Christ, we are not to see classifications. Because Jesus doesn't see classifications. There is a condemning based on classifications, a judging, and accusing, a denouncing. But let's read what Jesus said. He said to her, woman, where are those accusers of yours? Has no one condemned you? She said, no one, Lord. And Jesus said to her, neither do I condemn you. Go and sin no more. 
The Passion Translation, he stood, he stood back up and said to her, Dear woman, where are your accusers? Is there no one here to condemn you? Looking around, she replied, I see no one, Lord. Jesus said, Then I certainly don't condemn you either. Go, and from now on be free from a life of sin. That day, the accusers walked away. And I want to remind us that when we are there with Jesus, close to Jesus, the accusers fade away. There is no condemnation. The classification is peeled off. The classification is taken off. Galatians 3, verses 28 and 29. I want us to hear this today. If you have your Bibles, turn there. Galatians 3, verses 28 and 29. Therefore, there is neither Jew nor Greek, There is neither slave nor free. There is neither male nor female. For you are all one in Christ Jesus, if you are Christ's. Then you are Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. The Voice Bible reads, It makes no difference whether you are Jew or Greek. Put whatever in there today. It makes no difference. A slave or a free man, man or woman, because in Jesus the anointed, the liberating king, you are all one. Since you belong to him and are now subject to his power, you are the descendant of Abraham and the heir of God's glory according to the promise. And the Passion Translation reads, and we no longer, listen to this today, we no longer see each other in our former state. New eyes, new sight. We see as Jesus sees. Once we were blind, now we see. And we no longer see each other in our former state, Jew or non-Jew, rich or poor, male or female, because we're all one through our union with Jesus Christ, with no distinction between us. And since you've been united to Jesus the Messiah, you are now Abraham's child and inherit all the promises of the kingdom realm. I really feel what the Spirit is saying to us today. These are the things. If there is any accusation in us concerning a person or people Jesus has lifted from the dust, rescued and saved, it's time for the accusation to exit the scene. No classification. We're one. One people united under God. One people in Christ. The Spirit would say to us today, if there is any condemnation in us concerning a person or people Jesus has lifted, it's time the condemnation exits the scene. If there is any classification concerning a person or a people Jesus has lifted from the dust, rescued and saved, it's time the classification exits the scene. Because Jesus doesn't see classifications, neither should we. Jesus dealt with the issue long ago. This issue was dealt with a long time ago. And the only hope, the only hope is Jesus. The world's only hope of dealing with these things is Jesus. There is no other answer. 
Only Jesus. Because only in Jesus do we truly become one people. Only in Jesus do we become one people with no division. Only in Jesus do we become one people with no classification. Only in Jesus do we become one brothers and sisters, sons and daughters. Only in Jesus. Spirit would say to some here today, if you are one that still feels accused, condemned, or classified, let the voice above all voices silence the voices today. Therefore, there is no longer a distinction, classification. You are not under the old classification. You've been given a new classification, and that is in Christ. In Christ. If we are truly the people of God, His sons and daughters, we have to realize today that these things have been stripped away, that we are one people. Doesn't matter who we are, doesn't matter our past. What matters is that we had an encounter with Jesus. What matters is that for all of us, he knelt down and he wrote a new beginning in the earth for us. Maybe that doesn't sit well with some today. The Spirit of the Lord comes. Those classifications have to go. They can't be in the heart of a believer. They can't be in the heart of a Christian. There's no room for it. Jesus is here today and he's stooping down to the ground to deal with situations. Jesus is here today to silence accusers, to silence condemnation, to open hands that are holding stones. Jesus is here today to remind us that we are all guilty, sinful, caught, as good as dead without his grace and mercy. Jesus is here to set people free, to turn things around, to lift people from the dust, from the low level, the weakness, the shame, and the classification. Our only hope is Jesus. I remember an old song we used to sing, when will the world see that we need Jesus? When sisters and brothers love one another as one. There's a lot of truth there. When we no longer live like this, these classifications, but we're truly united, truly united, ask how is this story speaking to you today? How is the story speaking to us today? The accusers walked away that day. The voices of condemnation were silenced. The classification was silenced. But I wonder, I wonder what happened with those accusers. 
They heard the convicting message of Jesus. They heard the convicting words of Christ. What Jesus did, he put them on the same level as that woman that day. He said, you're all the same. doesn't matter who you are. Jew, non-Jew, whatever you are, it doesn't matter. You all need me. The only one qualified to hurl a stone at you. You all need me. I wonder what happened with the accusers. Did they fall back into accusation? Did they foster inside and utter once again condemnation? Did they see the classification every time they saw this woman in the streets? Did they treat her according to the old classification? Adulteress? Put whatever you want in there today. Did they treat her like that? In the presence of Jesus, the accusation was silenced, the classification was silenced, but outside, was it different? Unregenerate society is cruel. And unregenerate society is exactly that, unregenerate. Not renewed in heart and mind or reborn in spirit. They hold on to their prior convictions. They oppose the new ideas of Christ. They're not reformed. They're wicked, sinful. But it's different for us. It should be. Actually, it has to be if we are actually followers of Jesus Christ. Listen to the message. It says, In Christ's family, there can be no division into Jew and non-Jew, slave and free, male and female. Among us, you are all equal. That is, we are all in a common relationship with Jesus Christ. Also, since you are Christ's family, then you are Abraham's famous descendant, heirs according to the covenant promise. J.B. Phillips' New Testament, this is what it says, gone is the distinction. Gone is the classification. Listen, we need to hear this today. We need to see this today. We need to feel this today. We not only just need to hear it, but we need to embrace it. We need to understand that this was the heart of Jesus Christ. That's how Jesus saw it. That's how Jesus lived. He didn't minister to some and not to others because of social standing. Because of the size of their bank account, because of who they knew, who they didn't know. For Jesus, it wasn't a popularity contest. Jesus dealt with the classifications. He, he stripped them away. He pulled them down. We know he did. We know he did. I mean, look who he hung out with sometimes. Look who he had supper with. Look who he helped. Look who he stopped for.
We can have the worship team return. Revelation 7, verses 9 and 10 in the voice. After I heard about these who would be sealed, I looked and I saw a huge crowd of people which no one could even begin to count, representing every nation and tribe, people and language, standing before the throne. And before the Lamb, wearing white robes and waving palm branches, they cried out with one loud voice, Salvation comes only from our God who sits upon the throne and from the Lamb. I don't know how the Spirit is speaking to you today. I don't know what side of the coin you're on. I don't know if you're the accuser or you're the accused. I don't know if you're the one hurling classification, accusation, condemnation, or you're this woman brought into the midst of the crowd. Can you imagine? I, I read it, it's crazy. It's like Jesus is teaching. All's well. All of a sudden there's an interruption. This adulterous woman is brought into the midst of all the people. And they're saying, Jesus, what should we do? Jesus doesn't even answer. They're probably thinking, what is this guy doing? Just gets down and starts writing a new beginning for this woman. I wonder what it said. I don't know if you've done the research and somehow you've figured it out. Please come and let me know. But there he is writing a new beginning. Writing a new beginning for this woman. She was as good as dead. The reality is she knew she was as good as dead. Because back then, that's how they dealt with these things. But Jesus just starts writing a new beginning. If you're here today, and you're this woman. I don't know what the title is. You put whatever you want in there today. Whatever fills in the blank today. If that's you, an encounter with Jesus in this place, in this moment, can set you free. This might not be a matter of salvation here today for you. You might be saved, but you feel classified for whatever reason. And I pray in the presence of Jesus, in these next moments, in the presence of Jesus, that whatever accusation is upon your life, whatever classification is upon your life, you would see your Savior. You would see your Savior coming down. You would see your Savior getting down. You would see your Savior. You'd see your Lord. You'd see Jesus writing a new beginning for you. And you'd allow the voice above all voices, the voice above all voices, to silence the other voices. I can't promise you that the other voices will go away. I can't promise every person in this place today that all accusation will die, that all condemnation will die, that everybody will walk out of this room this morning after hearing the Word of God that there is no distinction. I can't promise that every single person will feel this way. I can't promise that all the accusers are silenced forever. You can't promise it either.
or what Jesus can do for you. Set you free. No matter what the world says, no matter what other people say. Listen, I've been classified. Doesn't matter what the world says. He who the Son sets free is free. There is now no distinction. There's no classification among us. A people in Christ from every nation, tribe, and tongue. All sons and daughters. All heirs. The promise extended to all of us. The promises We were once sentenced to death. We are now sentenced to life. Set free in Christ. So, where are we today? Where are we today? Are we the accused or the accuser? Truth is, we're to be neither. Jesus said, I don't condemn you. Really, what he was saying is, I don't classify you. I don't put a mark on you that says, hey, like, yeah, you can be saved, but remember this old life? Jesus said, I don't condemn you. I don't see this. I don't make distinction. You're a son, you're a daughter, you're free. Go and live a life free of sin. Go and live a life free of sin. You know, for that that woman, imagine, set free by Jesus, but after that encounter, I wonder what it was like for her walking down the streets. Like, are people still going to look at me the old way? But she, she had to rest in the rock of her salvation. She had to rest in the reality that Jesus had dealt with all these things, that they had fallen away. In this world, she had to deal with it. You know she had to. She runs into old people. Hey, you're the adulteress. Let me tell you my story. Let me tell you about the one that got down. The King of kings and the Lord of lords, the voice above your voice. Let me tell you about the one that got down and wrote a new beginning for me in the earth. The Bible says the old has passed away. The old has passed away. Can we receive that? Can we truly receive that today? Can we understand that we are one people united under God? There's no classification. If you're in this church and you believe like, hey, women should never get up and take the mic, I think Jesus dealt with that. We dealt with that this morning, all right? So if that's your prerogative, like, we're just going to touch on everything. We're one people. Some of you are living with an accusation that's actually you placing it upon yourself. You're your own accuser. You're your own accuser. Jesus doesn't accuse you, doesn't condemn you, doesn't classify you. There's no distinction upon you, but you're like, hey, 
And there's so many things. We could talk about divorce in the past. We could talk about, you know, all these sins. We could talk about struggles. We could talk about addiction. We can talk about the words we said. We can talk about the acts we did before we were saved or that we did while we were saved and we had to come back and repent. We can talk about all these things. This is my classification. I'm accusing myself. Guess what? Jesus wants to free you from yourself. Jesus wants to deal with the accusation that you're placing upon yourself. The stones you want to hurl at yourself. When you look in the mirror. The stones you want to hurl at yourself. When you look at the carnage in your life. The stones you want to hurl at yourself. I'm sure we've all wanted to hurl a stone at ourselves at some point in our life. What does Jesus say? He's like, I want to deal with it today. I want to write a new beginning for you. Can you receive this? Jesus wants to write a new beginning today. I pray that you'd be free from yourself today. I pray in this place that the freedom of Jesus would reign would reign in this place. If you're looking at your own self, whatever it is about yourself, it doesn't have to be something I've mentioned. It can be something totally different today. And the Holy Spirit is just pointing it out. He's saying, this is it. You're accusing yourself. For some, he's saying, hey, you've been accusing this people group. You've been accusing this person. You've been condemning this person, making a distinction. We've even seen things like this. I don't know if you have. Some person comes to give you the truth, the word of God, and you don't say it. We were talking about this. You don't directly say it, but inside you're like, who are you to tell me you've been at this like two years, I've been at this 20. Listen, the truth of the word of God is the truth of the word of God. I don't care if you just cracked a book and read it for the first time. No distinction. No distinction. No classification. Let's stand today. However the Spirit is working in your heart, Maybe you're actually here and you're saying, I'm good. And I believe most of us in this room are. That we don't feel accused and we're not the accuser. But still, would we cry out like the psalmist, search me, O God? Dig deep. Look inside. Is there anything down there? Any accusation? Or do I feel accused? Understand that we've been set free. Set free. Set free. Just be free today. Just be free today in this place. Just close yourself in with Jesus. Close your eyes. Lift your hands. Picture that today. Picture Jesus stooping down to the earth. Picture him taking the time to write in the earth, to write in the ground, to write in the dust, to write in the earth. Today, a new beginning for you, a new chapter for you, a new story for you. 
The old has passed away. All things are new. No classification. No distinction. I don't condemn you. Go on from this moment and live a life free of sin. Go on from this moment and live free. No longer be yoked to the old way. The old classification, don't carry it around. Cast your care and your burden upon me. For I care for you, says the Lord. For I care for you, says the Lord. I care for you, says Jesus. I care for you. I write a new beginning for you today. I write it today. He's the author and the finisher of our faith. And that day, it was authored for this woman. That day, he began. He began and he's still writing. He's still writing. He's still the author and the finisher. Yes, Lord. Just be free in this place. Be free in this place. If you're the accuser, be free in this place. If you're the accused, be free in this place today. Oh, you're the rock of our salvation, Jesus. Yes, you're a hope. You're a hope, Lord. One people united under God. One people united. A hope. My life.